brother. I'm sure right away that if you clicked on this video, you're probably wondering to yourself, why would anybody wonder what the cost of a Big Mac would be in the wizarding world? And like, geez, I'm getting to it. Calm down. Last week here on the Super Carlin Brothers channel, we made a video talking about how much a wizarding gold galleon might be worth out here in the real world. The original estimates for how much a gold galleon might be worth is approximately five to seven dollars. However, if it is in fact made of genuine pure gold, then it's worth a heck of a lot more in the muggle world. I won't bore you with all the specific details because I made an entire video about it already, but I basically made the assumption that a galleon is the same size as a British pound, figured out how much weight in gold that would be, and figured out then what its value would be. The end result was 22.5 grams of gold, which in US currency would translate to nearly $1,400. To be fair, in my last video, many of you did point out in the comments down below that back in 1991, the value of gold was actually considerably less, making this conversion rate closer to one galleon being worth $275. Either way though, the ramifications of this bit of information are pretty startling to say the least. Especially when you consider the reality of the fact that many of the students at Hogwarts are just casually walking around with like a pocket full of galleons. We'll take the lot. And I don't know about you guys, but when I was in high school, I wasn't just like casually walking around with like three to $4,000 in my purple Velcro wallet. If I listen carefully, I can still hear the sound of the Velcro. It also means though that when Fred and George were betting Ludo Bagman about who would win the Quidditch World Cup, they were throwing down 37 galleons or in today's money, roughly 50,000 US dollars. And I mean, that's just like ridiculous, right? But then in other instances, while it's maybe not comfortable, it does feel a little bit more in focus. Take the Weasleys again as an example. Before Harry's second year, he joins them down to their Gringotts vault and we get the following. Harry and enjoyed the breakneck journey down to the Weasley's vault, but felt dreadful, far worse than he had in Nocturne Alley when it was opened. There was a very small pile of silver sickles inside and just one gold galleon. Regardless of perspective, this is still a pretty challenging slate for a family of nine that are attempting to send five kids to school. But when the exchange rate, if you will, was one galleon equals five to seven dollars, it's even more bleak. This would essentially suggest that the Weasleys have approximately 10 to $30 to their name for a family of nine. However, with the value of one gold galleon being closer to $1,400, this isn't exactly luxurious, but like maybe a little bit better. And you might be thinking like, well, Ben, that's interesting from an exchange rate standpoint, but it's kind of a moot point because if we fast forward to Half-Blood Prince, we know exactly how much Harry has to pay for just one textbook. There sat the princess copy disguised as a new book, and there sat the fresh copy from Flourish and Blots, looking thoroughly secondhand. I'll give Slughorn the new one. He can't complain. It costs nine galleons. Like, what exactly is going on inside of the wizarding world? Like, how could it be that this gold would be worth so much outside of this world, but inside of it, it's not nearly enough to even purchase a single book? And the answer here is that the exchange rate isn't exactly the right term for us to be using, even if it's an interesting and useful jumping off point. So stick with me as today, I will explain how the Big Mac of all things is actually the answer to why the currency inside of the wizarding world is just so broken. Okay, so here's the premise. Why is it that within the wizarding world, a solid gold coin isn't nearly enough to purchase a book while out here in the rest of the world, it's stacked with value? 
Let's start by discussing exchange rates a little bit because I know just on the surface, this can already be a slightly confusing topic. If you're ever extremely bored, it can be kind of fun to go online and figure out how much your currency it might be worth in other countries. For example, I of course live in the United States, so it could be interesting for me to figure out how much one US dollar could be worth in Japanese yen. Google has a handy tool for converting currency for you, so I can go over there, plug in my one US dollar, and see that as of recording today's video, it is just shy of worth 150 yen. And in your head, you might be inclined to think like, what? I'm moving to Japan, I'll be rich. And Nico, I quit. <laughs> I open my own hotel. However, as you may know, it's not quite that simple. It's not like your $1 is just simply worth $150 in another country. It just means that the prices will be scaled accordingly. So a simple example might be that like a $2 cup of coffee here in the United States is not going to cost you two yen in Japan, it would probably be closer to 300 yen. So proportionally speaking, at least, it's essentially the same cost. And this can be a little bit confusing if you are new to a new country and you're not used to these new values assigned to products. So you're just constantly pulling out your calculator to make sure that like 1500 yen isn't too much for a cheap pair of sunglasses. But once your brain is successfully recalibrated into the new currency, everything should basically like sort itself out. And in a nutshell, that is the basic exchange rate and how it works. What can make things a bit more confusing though, is that resources aren't perfectly and equally allocated all over the world, regardless of where you are. So in some instances, dollars can actually be weighted quite differently from one another. And this difference in weight may speak to either the strength or weakness of your particular dollar. What this can occasionally mean is that your currency, and again, for me, the US dollar, might actually take you a bit further in different locations in the world, but it's not because of the exchange rate. Now, brace yourself to be so glazed over that you might just quite literally become a donut in the process because fun economic technical term inbound, don't worry, we'll get through it together. The term for this difference in spending power based on where you are in the world is called purchase power parity or PPP. But because purchase power parity is the worst, economists jokingly came up with something that they call the Big Mac index. And surprisingly, it actually caught on. What the Big Mac index does is the exact same thing as purchase power parity. It shows that same relationship between various dollars, but it breaks it down into a really simple example. Answering the question, by using my country's currency, how much would it cost to purchase a McDonald's Big Mac burger in a different country. What it illustrates is the strength of one nation's dollar versus another. And it's not exactly perfect, but it gets the idea across. We'll go back to my example from earlier about buying a cup of coffee in Japan. I had mentioned that the current exchange rate was that one US dollar was worth about 150 Japanese yen, meaning a $2 cup of coffee, simple math would tell us that it would cost 300 yen. But if we jump over to the Big Mac index for the year of 2023, we can get a better feel for how things would actually shake out. At the top of the chart, you will see that a Big Mac costs the most in Switzerland at $7.73, and Switzerland is a country known for having a particularly strong dollar. On the flip side, however, the chart shows us that the cheapest place where you can buy a Big Mac hamburger is going to be in in Taiwan at just simply $2.39. At least according to this chart, this would suggest that out of the countries listed, the Taiwanese dollar would come in at a weaker value. 
But back to our example with Japan. Let's again try to compare what the United States dollar might be worth compared to the Japanese dollar. In the United States, the cost of a Big Mac is $5.58. In Japan, the same burger would cost you $3.17. That's 57% cheaper, but for easy math, we're gonna use 50%. An interpretation of this data might suggest that even though one US dollar is worth 150 Japanese yen, that your $2 cup of coffee might actually feel much more like a $1 purchase if you're an American buying a cup of coffee in Japan. What this means is that your dollar is weighted heavily enough to potentially go twice as far. Now, like I said, the Big Mac index isn't exactly perfect. And depending on where you are, an amenity like coffee may be more or less available and the end result might be yielded in the cost of the product. So if, for example, you live in a country that is known for growing coffee beans, it might be considerably cheaper to buy your cup of coffee there, but not due to the weight of the dollar. And guys, let me just pause right there real fast, give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, Bespoke Post. I don't know about where you guys are in the world, but here in Virginia, there is a tiny chill in the air, which means fall is upon us. And what better time to gear up with all the latest stuff from Bespoke Post and their various boxes of awesome. And this, is Box of Awesome. And these boxes are absolutely packed to the brim with really cool gear from small brands from all over the world. And I personally have been a subscriber to Bespoke Post long before they ever sponsored the channel. And I'm super excited because today I get to open my latest box with you guys here. So let's crack it open. Okay, in today's we have got a small packable folding hammock. And in addition to that, we have got the Ren on the go blanket. Oh, so you can use it as a pillow if it's packed up or unfold it. You got a blanket. Honestly, these are amazing. At the summer, we stayed at an Airbnb that had one of these hammocks already set up. And my daughter, Addison, just loved sitting inside of it. And we've been planning a camping trip for October. So I honestly couldn't be more excited about today's box. But if that particular box doesn't appeal to you, then not to worry because Bespoke Post curates a variety of different collections based on a variety of different lifestyles. You can even take the quiz on their website that'll help them nail down which box is exactly best for you. And there are new boxes every month with season specific gear for whatever you might be out and about doing. Again, we got that chill in the air. So next month I'm already eyeing that layers box, which I think will be perfect. Each box is valued at $70, but comes in at a fraction of that cost. It is free to sign up and you can skip or cancel at any time. And you get 20% off your first monthly box when you head on over to boxofawesome.com and use promo code super at checkout. Again, that's boxofawesome.com, promo code super for 20% off, boxofawesome.com, promo code super, link in the description down below. But so again, the big question here is, how does this translate back to the wizarding world? Why is wizard gold worth so much to us muggles, but not that much within their own realm? Well, for starters, let's use everything we just discussed to try to figure out how much a Big Mac might cost in the wizarding world simply using the exchange rate. As a refresher and just for clean numbers, I'm gonna say one galleon is worth roughly 1,400 US dollars. To determine the simple exchange rate here, we would divide one galleon by 1,400 US dollars and discover that one US dollar is worth a mere 0.00071 galleons. So we'll set up our fractions here for a little cross multiplication and division. And what we would discover is that in US currency, it would cost you $7,859 to buy a Big Mac in the wizarding world. Which I just gotta say, really starts to put into perspective the hamburger that Hagrid buys for Harry on their first day together. Got time for a bite to eat before your train leaves, he said. He bought Harry a hamburger and they sat down on plastic seats to eat them. And you know what? Harry's like so distracted about his role in the greater wizarding world that he's barely even eating the burger. 
How rude. Actually, while we're on this note, fun Wizarding World hamburger fact. It's mentioned four times in the first five chapters of the book and then never again. And that makes a lot of sense because it's a very non-magical sounding word, like hamburger. Lumos, hamburger. Patronus, hamburger. Mimbulus Mimbletonia, hamburger. Gosh, what are we even talking about anymore? Oh yeah, the $8,000 non-magical hamburger. This makes no sense, right? And that's exactly right. It does make no sense, but don't worry, I'll explain. You see, gold is an incredibly unique element here on planet Earth. It's highly versatile, conductive, malleable, moldable, and above all else, is really pretty to look at. And as a result, it has been used either as currency or to back currency for pretty much all of human civilization ever. In fact, it has been less than a century since both the UK and the United States dropped what is referred to as the gold standard to back their currency. In simple terms, the gold standard is just another way to use gold as your currency, but because gold is heavy and cumbersome, governments would instead use paper money value of which was backed based on how much gold that piece of paper was technically worth or could be exchanged for. So while you probably wouldn't ever need to, you could technically go to the bank with a $20 note and exchange it for $20 worth of the precious metal gold. But the value of gold itself has constantly been on the rise because as humans have continued to develop new technologies, we've just continued to find new and more interesting ways to put it to use. On the flip side of things, however, the wizarding world has always had something that the muggle world does not have. Very simply, magic. And magic drives the cost of basically everything like way, way, way down. Take Food, for example, we learn in Deathly Hallows about Gamp's laws of elemental transfiguration. Hermione says, your mother can't produce food out of thin air. No one can. Food is the first of the five principal exceptions to Gamp's law of elemental transfiguration. It's impossible to make good food out of nothing. You can summon it if you know where it is. You can transform it. You can increase the quantity if you've already got some. Wait, if you can increase the quantity if you've already got some, like, isn't that just world hunger stoppered for you? Good point or not, that's not today's topic. The real point here is that if we Take the Weasley's example again, the lone galleon feels pretty bleak almost no matter which way you look at it. But the Weasleys always do seem to be very well fed, something that Harry himself actually notices might be a disadvantage for Ron while they're out camping. Ron, however, had always been used to three delicious meals a day, courtesy of his mother or the Hogwarts house elves, and hunger made him both unreasonable and irascible. Irascible, that's a $5 word for you, or in today's video terms, like, I don't know, like 90,000? To be honest, I'm not really sure. I'm getting a little tired of doing math. What it means, and what we know about the Weasleys though, is that they're able to safely provide themselves shelter in a magically held together home, they can duplicate as much food as is necessary to feed the entire family, and they can use magic to accomplish many tasks at once. And I think what we can also take from all this information is that the wizarding world is not exactly one that is heavily dependent on a currency at all, and the end result is that that currency is massively deflated. The wizarding world did, however, seem to follow suit with the rest of the world and use gold as their currency. And because the rest of the world does not have magic, it's still hyper-valuable everywhere else. But for the purposes of answering our original question, how much would a Big Mac cost inside of the wizarding world 
here's my proposal. Typically, the formula for determining the Big Mac index assumes that we know the cost of a Big Mac inside of another country. It's actually because of the fact that there are McDonald's all over the world that has allowed this index to make sense for comparing currencies across so many different nations. However, within the Wizarding World, despite those four major references in the first five chapters to specific hamburgers, we never get a price for how much one might cost or whether or not Harry is in fact eating a true Big Mac. So what we need is a slightly different metric to work off of, but the good news is we have one. Specifically, when Harry boards the night bus, he is offered a cup of hot chocolate at the cost of two sickles. This is literally the only known cost of a completely non-magical thing in the wizarding world. And you know what? It's not even a great example because hot chocolate is magical. Either way though, we know that there are 17 sickles inside of a galleon, so two sickles will translate to 0.12 galleons. And the average cost of hot chocolate from a Starbucks in the United States in the year 2023 is $4. Again, we'll set up our fractions, we'll cross multiply and divide with the basis of a Big Mac in the United States costing $5.58. And what we get for the cost of a Big Mac in the wizarding world is 0.17 galleons. And if we exchange that again back to US dollars, what we get is $238, which I will say is a heck of a lot better when you compare it to the originally proposed 8,000. And even better for Hagrid's pocketbook is going back to 1991, the value of gold was considerably less. Coming in at $350 an ounce compared to today's $1,900 per ounce. Meaning the cost of the burger that Hagrid purchased for Harry back in 1991 was $43. Also, for what it's worth, we didn't look this up ahead of time, but I've been just like researching while Ben was recording. The burger in question is bought at Paddington Station, and there is in fact a McDonald's at Paddington Station. So Whoa. it could actually have been a Big Mac. In plastic that, seats. In plastic seats. Yep, there we go. That's I all. love it. I love it. All I can really say is I just really hope Harry enjoyed it. $43 is still expensive no matter where you are. Whoa. But there you go, guys. That is how much a Big Mac might cost inside of the Wizarding World, kind of using the laws of purchase power parity. So keep this in mind next time you're planning a trip because those exchange rates are gonna absolutely eat you alive. Or not! I don't even know if I know the real takeaway. What you really need is nine people to all chip in on the cost of one $43 hamburger and then it'll have at least one person who can perform the magic necessary to you know, transmute it into a bunch of other hamburgers and then you're in great shape. But there you go, guys. Be sure to let me know all of your thoughts in the towel section down below. Otherwise, don't forget to like this video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you'd like some more Harry Potter action from us, you can check out this mega cut over here where we deep dive into what would have happened if Harry had been sorted into Slytherin. We literally methodically go through from chapter one all the way through the entire series. It's a wild ride. I highly recommend you check it out. Otherwise, until next time, bye.